0: Hi there. Welcome to the woman inspired podcast. I'm Karen. I am so glad you joined me. Again, this is the woman inspired podcast and I'm Karen. But that really doesn't tell you who I am. It just tells you my name. (laughs) If you want to know more about me and who this is coming through to you uh, via this podcast, you can pop over to womaninspired.com. That's W O M A N inspired.com. And there's all kinds of information on my website about me, how to schedule me to speak at your event and about this podcast. All right. Um, I'm not really sure how you found me. Someone might have sent you a link and you're thinking, what in the world? I hope you continue to tune in. And if you want to listen to more, just follow me on pretty much any podcast app or platform there is out there. Some sound better than others. That's uh, unfortunately a norm, it seems on different podcast programs. Some are higher quality than others. Um, it's the same recording, but higher quality. So find the one you like the best and what works with your mobile device or your computer however you're tuning in to me. I'm out there, just search for it, the Woman Inspired Podcast. Okay, so today's episode is titled The Flip Side. What is the flip side? It's not the inside or the outside. It's not the blind side or the countryside or the seaside or the ringside. No, the flip side, which is the reverse or sometimes the opposite side of a different aspect of something. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the flip side of something or some things that is (laughs) the other side, the different perspective of something. But first, I have some pod quotes for you. All right. So these are little quotes for you. I encourage you to write them down. If not, just go back and listen and listen and listen again. I don't mind. All right, so the first quote is anonymous, and it says, I wish you'd see things from a different side. All you seem to see are those thorny bushes. And what I see is how thankful I am that those thorns have roses. I love that. That's very me. I did not write it, um, even though I'm not that fond of roses. Sorry. Um, But it's the point of it, right? I wish you'd see things from a different side. All you seem to see are those thorny bushes. And what I see is how thankful I am that thorns have roses. Terrific. I love that. It's kind of the half, the glass half empty, the glass half full thing. I'm fond of saying, okay, well, the glass might be half empty, half full. But the point is, is that you have a choice to refill it or buy another glass. Move on. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, that's off topic. Here's another quote. This quote is from James Deacon. What you see depends not only on what you look at, but also on where you look from. What you see depends not only on what you look at, but also on where you look from. All right. So when I was growing up, the flip side was the term used by radio DJs for the other side of the record, the other side of the vinyl, the vinyl records. It's synonymous with Casey Kasem's Top 40 or Wolfman Jack. Uh, Rick Dees, he's another one, and loads of other way back when radio shows (laughs) that played all the latest and greatest hits. And you can hear some of those repeats now on various radio stations, by the way. But speaking of those shows, I have to say that, okay, I am totally spoiled. I'm confessing it now. This is one podcast host who is thankful and blessed that my car has Sirius XM radio in it. No, this is not a plug for Sirius XM. I don't get a kickback, although if they wanted to... Give me one, I wouldn't turn it away. All right, like most platforms uh, that have any kind of entertainment or news in any way whatsoever anymore, there is junk out there, yes. I am not denying that. So please don't send me an email or comment about how horrible satellite radio is or how I should not be listening to it. I get it, crap exists. All podcast platforms have junk on them as well. Podcasts that I personally would never listen to, but there are many that I would listen to. All TV streaming channels have junk I don't want to see as well. I just don't watch it, as does social media, cable TV, satellite TV, and pretty much any place we get news or entertainment under the sun. It has junk, and and it uh, it gives us the opportunity, let's say, to use our discernment and our judgment as to what we should and should not tune into or what we should and should not allow our families to tune into. Plain and simple. If in doubt, pray about it. But even though there is negative out there, let us not forget the flip side. On the flip side of the junk is joy. Good stuff. Really good stuff that can bring us joy. The flip side of the manure is the fact that the roses are growing. Look at it from a different perspective. I know I try really hard to, especially with social media, and have a hard time with many aspects of social media. But there are Those junky, inappropriate, evil people who post and produce things that I don't want to watch. It's just a fact. And I personally think no one should watch some of that stuff. But again, on the flip side, there are blessings in social media. The flip side of evil is good. The flip side of the evil programming is good quality godly programming that exists out there too. The flip side of horrific graphic social media posts are inspirational, joyful, encouraging posts. The flip side of vinyl hits <laughs> from way back when, like Don't Give Up On Us by David Soule is the song Bean Soup. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I actually remember that from when I was younger. I had that single. I still have it somewhere. I loved that song. David Soul. you know, Starsky and Hutch. Um, the flip side of that, uh, Don't Give Up On Us, is a song called Bean Soup. Yeah, it wasn't uh, that popular. It was a song about, I believe, his grandmother making bean soup. But anyway, the flip side of the not-so-famous song, Hey Hey, Hey Hey, Hey Hey, (laughs) is Good Golly Miss Molly. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) Unless we forget the never-famous Elton John song, Harmony, it was the flip side of B-b-b- Benny and the Jets. Okay, I did not sing that well, but you get my point. <laughs> so, if you're young enough to not know any of these songs, I plead with you, please turn on some oldies and allow yourself to enjoy. Now, if you've listened to several of my podcasts, you know that I talk about fear at times and not allowing it to get the best of you. And I contend that fear is a liar, fear is based in lies. So many people on social media, in churches, books and podcasts, talk about faith. And as well meaning it is, as, as they are, and as it is, they talk about how faith is the opposite of fear. With that mindset, that would make faith the flip side of fear, right? I even read a quote the other day that said, faith and fear were two sides of the same coin, which means they're connected. So if one isn't up the other is meaning you must always be operating out of either faith or fear you choose those are the quotes I'm reading well I cry foul no don't you believe it faith is not the flip side of fear faith and fear can both exist in the same body the same brain the same script side by side and they often do one does not exist and then push the other one out if someone is telling you that you won't have fear if you have enough faith, well, that's not true at all. Again, I go back to the fact that the Bible says that Satan is the author of lies. And if fear is a lie, then the opposite of fear is not faith. It is truth. If fear is a lie, then the flip side is truth, right? So the flip side of tr- of fear is truth, plain and simple. Don't let anyone ever convince you that if you're fearful, then you obviously don't have faith. Guess what? Jesus had fear. Yeah, he did in the Garden of Gethsemane before he was crucified. He was afraid. He was afraid not because he didn't have faith. He loved our Heavenly Father and he knew our Heavenly Father loved him. He he knew it. He knew he was loved. He wasn't afraid of the devil either. (laughs) He was afraid of what was coming because he knew what was coming. He was afraid of the pain and the agony, the persecution and the rejection. He was afraid that he would not be able to endure it, which was not true. He was afraid that God was going to forsake him. He said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But in that moment of stress and impending pain, he believed a lie that God just might maybe forsake him. That was where the fear came from that lie. But God didn't forsake him. And our Heavenly Father delivered him, rose him up just like he said he was going to, and helped him endure. Yet with all the amazing faith that Jesus had, he was so afraid and so stressed that he literally sweat drops of blood. He literally sweat drops of blood. It's right there in the Bible. Yeah, it is totally possible to sweat drops of blood. It is a physical condition brought on by high stress high anxiety and fear. It's called hematridosis. Yeah, you can Google that hematridosis. All right. God truly flipped things that day right there, didn't he? He took that deep, amazing fear and stress that Jesus had that he physically manifested and he totally flipped it. He took the pain that Jesus endured for us and flipped it into a place of risen, triumphant, eternal joy. The flip side of that fear was immense joy that came in the morning. The flip side of that crucifixion is the resurrection. The flip side of death is eternal life. Believe it or not, the Bible actually has something to say about what I would consider the flip side. Colossians three two says, set your eyes on things that are above, not on things that are on or the earth. Heavenly things are the flip side to earthly things, are they not? right are you following me the bible points to the fact that the unseen is the flip side of the seen in second corinthians 4:18 it says so we fix our eyes not on what is seen but on what is unseen since what is seen is temporary but what is seen is inter- eternal we don't need to see jesus to know he exists we don't need to see heaven to get there We aren't supposed to focus on what we see in front of us all the time, but on the unseen. That's what this scripture is saying. We're supposed to fix our eyes on what is unseen, the eternal, truthful, loving, perfect love and grace of Jesus Christ, which is the flip side of what we see with our eyes in this world. Proverbs 4.12 says that when we walk, our steps will not be hampered. When we run, we will not stumble. In the face of immense stress and pressure and prosperity or um, propensity to stumble and fall again and again and again, God gives us the flip side. You know, he is strength to hold us up and lean on him. That's the flip side of being hampered. Stumbling is the flip side of being able to get up and run and run the race we're supposed to run. He doesn't want us to fall. He doesn't want us to fall into the same old bad habits or fall into fearful thinking that's filled with lies or fall into a pit of bad choices and harmful decisions over and over and over again. But he gives us the flip side to it, the opportunity to reach out to him, to call out to him and ask for his help. And he honors that call when we do it. God tells us also point blank in John three sixteen, that he has plans to make sure we will see him on the flip side. He tells us that he doesn't want any of us to perish, but to have everlasting life. So the flip side of perishing is the amazing gift of everlasting life that he offers us. And, okay, not done. (laughs) God tells us that he has good in mind for us in any situation we run into in this earthly existence, whether we understand what's going on in the middle of it or not. Because Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, he knows the plans he has for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And no matter what's going on in Jeremiah, we can apply that scripture to our lives today. All scripture is applicable. It's alive, it's breathing, it's supposed to be applied to our lives. The flip side of harming us, is prospering us. He is not planning to harm us. He is planning to prosper us in his will, in his timing, in his way. And that's the problem that most people have is they can't see the flip side because they want things their way, not God's way. Their timing, not God's timing. And so they don't want to hold on to the hope and open their eyes and open their heart and their mind to the flip side. So the flip side of what the world says will happen is the hope in the future that God has plans for us you know we all have the tendency at times to focus on the lackluster never been a top 40 chart-breaking gold record hits of our lives right we all have those those times that are just blah right but what God calls us to do is look at the flip side to focus on the positive of things of people of life because even in the midst of pain and harshness there is always a flip side Some people call it the silver lining. I'm not talking about the silver lining of something. I'm talking about the flip side of it. Philippians 4, 8 through 9 was written by Paul. And it was an instruction for the church at Philippi. And it's an instruction for us today, too. He said, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about these things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Last year, during the height of virus craziness, I hit a period where I I was really depressed. Every morning I would wake up and I didn't see the purpose in my day. I'd plug along. I mean, I really would. I would get up and I'd do my work. I'd do my housework. I'd cook. I would even go on a daily walk. I was thankful, truthfully, for the blessings around me. And and I spoke about that thankfulness every day to God. I made sure I said it out loud. But I couldn't see beyond the same thing day in and day out. I was exhausted. I was stressed. I was lonely except for my husband and my wonderful dog, I would go days without seeing anyone else or talking to anyone else. And I know I'm not alone in this, but for me, I I can only speak for myself. And and I tried to keep up with other people, but honestly it was not mutual for a lot of people that I thought were, I thought were a mainstay in my life. And and, and later I found out that some of them were going through the same thing, but when you're in the middle of that, it's hard to reach out to other people at times. It was eye-opening though. And it was sad. It made me sad on top of being depressed because those are actually really two different things. I didn't have speaking engagements. I wasn't able to travel and and while all the while I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I was blessed to have a job and to have a home and, and most importantly to have a God who loves me. I felt like I lacked purpose and it affected me in every way inside and out. I felt like I lacked substance to my day I even got to the point that I was seriously depressed. I've only felt that way one other time in my life, but but this was the worst. This is the worst I've ever felt. Now, I know people who battle clinical depression, pure, outright clinical depression, and I have never really understood how that feels. And even though this was a blip compared to what some of those people feel, I now know without a shadow of a doubt that I know more now what it feels like when they talk about it, about that darkness, about not being able to to see beyond what's right in front of me. It was serious. It was scary. I've had some severe anxiety before, and if you've listened to this podcast, you know I used to have OCD really bad, obsessive-compulsive disorder. I had years of it growing up and, and really well into my late 20s and early 30s, but I never battled depression. And oh, I'm thankful for that. The anxiety was enough. This depression was a whole different monster. And and I'm also thankful that this bout of depression that took my brain, my spirit, and my pretty much my every waking moment for a while was something that God helped me work out of. It wasn't a chemical imbalance uh, or or a physical thing or something I had to have medication for. And I am not against any of those things, medication. And, and I did seek therapy, but, um, It wasn't like that, and I am so thankful because I feel for anyone who goes through that uh, for a minute or a day, let alone years and years, I can't express enough how thankful I am that God was able to help me, um, that I was able to accept God helping me because that's part of it, right? God is there to help all of us. But being able to get yourself away from that mindset, out of the darkness, beyond the flesh, to say yes to whatever God wants you to do, that's a whole nother ballgame and it's a real challenge. But it was something I had to deal with in a different way. It was something that I had to work hard to, to see the flip side of because for a while I couldn't do it. So what was the flip side to feeling depressed? To feeling as as if darkness was coming in all around me. The flip side to darkness is light. So what I had to do was work very hard to find the light in the darkness. And I had to do my part. The light was there. I had to do my part. I had to, to to stop some bad habits. And where I had stopped praying, I had to force myself to talk to God, even if it started with just a, a couple words or a couple sentences. I did a podcast podcast not long ago about how to pray and what praying looks like. And, and I had to do some of those things things that I talked about in my podcast where I had to go back and I had to pray the word I had to read scriptures to get myself back into a habit um, even if in the moment I didn't feel it and I didn't fully embrace that prayer I had to start somewhere and so that's what I did I had to force myself uh, where I had stopped singing and listening to music I mean completely stopped listening to music which for those of who know me well that is unheard of <laughs> I had to force myself to turn on the radio. Um, to, to turn on YouTube, to listen to music. And where I had stopped calling people, I had to start dialing, even if I felt like they had hurt my feelings. Where I'd stopped reading books, I had to force myself to read, I had to choose the flip side. I had to deliberately choose the flip side of every bad habit, every negative thought and every dark thing I'd allowed in my life. Uh, And it took effort, (laughs) lots of effort. But honestly, and, and I blessed to come out the other side of it but honestly I was afraid not to do it that's how dark things got at times I knew because I know the Bible that God wanted me to focus on what was right and righteous and excellent and pure and lovely and praiseworthy just like Paul said I knew because I know God is a God of kept promises that he would not forsake me. I knew because I know that God uses music and lyrics in my life to motivate me and move me that if I would just choose the flip side, if I would just choose to turn the music on again, that it would help. If I would read again, it would help. If I would write again and pray again, I knew that he would help me. If I would just do what I could do to choose the flip side and embrace the flip side of the darkness, he would bring me back into the light. And and so I did. And so he did. <laughs> so I would just really like to encourage you with what's been on my heart. Um, to no matter what you're going through, no matter where you are, whether it's doubting or fearfulness, depression, anxiousness, whether you feel stuck or you're angry or you're hurt or you're holding on to unforgiveness, whatever thing you have going on inside of you. Whatever bad song you've been playing, (laughs) um, that whatever it is, you choose the flip side. Turn the vinyl over. Find the other side of it. Find the song, the good song. Focus on the things that add to your faith, that enhance your life, that motivate you to reach out for truth and not lies. And if you need help with that, seek help. Seek a spiritual advisor, seek a pastor or a minister, seek a therapist, seek a psychiatrist, seek a counselor, whatever it is. Uh, Maybe you just need to talk to a friend, but maybe you need more help than that. Reach out for the flip side, whatever that is. You want the good song. You want that rock and hit, right? You want the thing that's going to lift you up and motivate you. And God puts it there, but, but we also have free will. So we have to choose. So, and I encourage you to open up the Bible and read it. Crack it open. If you haven't, dust it off, whatever it is, wherever it is, open up a Bible app. Because like me, one day you will likely need to know what's in there so that you can choose the flip side and you can remember that God's got you just like he had Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane and he will get you through and raise you up just like he did Jesus. He won't forsake you. So remember. Look for the flip side, not just the flip side of the Elton John's not so famous song Elderberry Wine, which is crocodile rock, by the way. Woohoo! But the flip side of whatever it is that's bothering you and keeping you from peace. That's keeping you from your purpose and from the hope that God calls you to, because He does have hope for you and a future for you. Okay that's what the flip side is I'm really glad you joined me today for the woman inspired podcast please like follow and share this with someone else and if you're looking to follow me on social media I'm on Instagram under one woman inspired that's number one followed by woman inspired thank you so much and I hope you have a blessed day